Welcome to the Mary's Mentors Podcast. My name is Mary Rose Swan. And I'm Mary Letitia Deal. And this is a podcast about business, life, human design, and whatever the fuck we want. (laughs) You know that we've been talking a lot about human design, and uh, Mary and I are going to have a nine-part series on human design centers. Um, going through all of the nine centers. So we wanted to tell you a little bit about centers. Right. We wanted to give a quick little 101 on what human design centers are. We've both been doing so much reading and research lately about human design. It's pretty fascinating when you get to sit down with a book and just read through it like you're back in back in high school with the textbook. I know nobody was really excited to read textbooks, but I'm one of the nerds that always loved the smell of a good textbook. So why do we want to talk about human design centers? Well, mainly because the centers are what determine our energy type, which Mary is a generator, I am a projector, um, but it also determines our authority, which is our inner decision-making system. So they are very important in a categorical way in making sure that we know a lot more about the similarities between the different energy types based on their definition. Yes, and what is a center? Um, It's one of the nine shapes inside your body graph. So they all kind of look like little triangles um, and each of them governs um, the areas of the body as well as different areas in your life. And um, they will either have a color in them or be white. And that's letting us know if they're open or defined. So how do centers become defined? Well, this is actually what I found out recently was super interesting. The, The definition in our chart is based on active channels between two centers. So if you have two little pieces of the puzzle that, that happen to create one thoroughfare, if you will, one through way between two, that is what will make you have active definition on the landing, the landing pads, if you will, of those two pieces of definition. So if there's not a completion between two different centers, meaning if it's kind of broken, if you will, um, you won't define that that specific center. They have to connect. And you can tell. You'll be able to tell in your chart when they connect because, again, your centers will be defined. Yeah. And if they're defined versus open, like I just said, they're going to be yellow, green, brown, or red. Um, if they're defined, if they're open, they're just a white uh, little triangle or shape there. So we wanted to really kind of at least give you a very limited background on what these mean, because obviously we don't want anyone to be kind of scratching their head throughout, confused on what we're talking about. Um, So if you have any questions about definition, how do you tell if yours is defined or not, you would go to your chart by running a a chart at mybodygraph.com, jovianarchive.com, or geneticmatrix.com. All right. So enjoy this series about the human design centers. Thank you. Hi, Mary. 
Good morning, Mary. How are you? I'm doing pretty fantastic today. It is, well, today that we're recording, it's Friday, and it's just There's snow on the ground. If you haven't seen, ah, uh, no, I haven't seen. Ah, uh, gross. Well, the nice thing is, I, I went out of the house yesterday. I left my house yesterday, so now I don't have to leave today. Nice. Oh, it'll be all melted by noon of course it will and we'll probably have like 70 degree weather over the weekend or something because we're ridiculous in montana like that um so i have a couple things i wanted to tell you and i didn't want to tell you until we were rolling so i could share with you that one of the stops that i made yesterday was target so i could get myself my book so i picked up mary and i are going to be um, reading Professional Troublemaker, um, The Fear Fighter Manual by Lovey Ajayi Jones. And uh, I read the introduction yesterday. I just started with the introduction. So good. I'm so excited to read this book. And as she was describing her grandmother, and I just was, I thought about your grandma because I don't, I didn't really have a, a grandma I knew growing up. So when I, I'm just, your grandma now is just like, she's now my adopted grandma because I don't really have a lot of memories of my own grandma. She, that's so funny because she was everybody's adopted grandma. I she, bet. She sounds like she wouldn't have minded having an extra grandkid here or there. She would have loved you. <laughs> Wonderful. So that's super exciting. That's really um, I, exciting. I feel like we, I might need to actually read what she shames you about not reading her first book and her second book. So now I feel like she, a good sales <laughs> tactic for getting everybody to read her first book, which was called, um, I'm judging you. I'm judging, which I really thought was great. Um, the do better manual. So this will be great. The other thing I did yesterday. So um, I took myself on a date. Uh, we've been talking all about human design. And um, I was like, you know, I could ask someone to invite me. I could ask Mary to take me. You know, I could ask people out to lunch. That's fine. But when was the last time I asked myself out to lunch? When was the last time I did anything like that? So I decided to experiment with inviting myself out to do something. So I took the dog for a walk. Um, I went to Target and got my book. And then I went down and I took myself to lunch at Giuliano's. <laughs> How was that? It was really, it was interesting because I went into one of the rooms upstairs, which, okay, so Giuliano's is this gorgeous little, it's like an old, old house in Billings. It's one of the, probably one of the original houses in Billings because it's right down in our central downtown area. Um, it's like an old Victorian. It is an old Victorian. And they converted this into a restaurant. And then in the, in the rooms of this old Victorian house, they made like little dining rooms. So I got to go into the upstairs little dining room. And so there's like only three tables in there. And there was only one other couple of gals. So I just kind of, you know, my, my, my projector and there's so much about my human design chart that I was just, I was listening to their conversation. So just everyone that might not know me, I'm a listener. I do. I'm, I'm like absorbing. I'm listening. I'm investigating. It's my one, three profile. Yeah. So it was really nice. I got to listen to someone else's conversation that I did not need to engage in. Um, and then as I was leaving, I ran into somebody like a karate parent I hadn't seen in a long time. And uh, it was kind of fun. We just had a nice little like catch up for maybe two minutes, but it was nice. Um, 
And on the way home, I, I've, I felt called my dad. I'm like taking over like first five minutes is just Mary Rose talking on this podcast, just for the record. This is only going to be, it's going to be a short one, but most of it's just going to be me talking about my day yesterday. Um, but I got my dad a gift at this little antique store in January and I got him the most perfect birthday gift ever. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go to that little antique store. Cause of course my mother asked me or said, can't wait to see what I get for my birthday when I gave him his gift. So now the pressure's on. Um, and so I, I stopped up in the Heights to the little antique store because I'm like, it's about three weeks away. I'm not in a rush. I'm not last minute shopping. That's when you don't find shit is when you're last minute shopping. So I stopped at the, the place I got a massage, which is how I found that antique store and visited with a friend of mine there. And this all ties in. This is the segue. I know how to pronounce our topic today. She's an Ayurvedic specialist. And so she knows a lot about the chakras. She's also doing like a really intense course right now to become like a, an Ayurvedic like teacher or something. But um, our topic today is going to be about the Ajna the oddness. I know. Isn't that fun? So much more sense to me. Yes. So I just, okay. So now, now that I've taken about five minutes of this, hopefully 20 minute podcast to talk about myself, how was your day yesterday? It was busy. Um, I got <laughs> I, I just have to, I have to tie in. So Giuliano was Josh's dad's best friend. Oh, really? Yeah. So when we went, we've only been there one time during the whole time we've been together. Um, we've been going to go back for ages, but um, it was such a beautiful little dinner and we had wine and we had uh, amazing food and he goes back in the kitchen and visits with everybody and he comes out with a picture of his dad. Oh. And it's of those guys fishing when they're, you know, 20 years ago. And anyway. Cool stuff. Aww. All circle. <laughs> that is so cool. Yes, I, I, um, I didn't get dessert. That's my my regret. Is it was a it was a good salad. I did. I, there was like one thing. Of course, I'm not going to sit here and critique. There was one thing I would say. Like I would take one of the things that they they put as their banners on the menu of what this dish was. I'm not going to say which one it was. I'll tell you later. Um, <laughs> but they had two elements, and one one would have been good. I feel like sometimes when we try to make yeah, keep it. I am such a, I love a simple, elegant dish, but this one was really good and I really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, that's the, the lovely segue. Last night I actually was, um, I was so moved by um, an Instagram live or an IGTV, you know, how they have like where someone goes live and then you can watch it later um, with a projector yesterday. And she was talking about something and it was just incredible, incredible, incredible. So I'll send that to you to watch, but her name is Sam, Samantha Zagar, I think. And she's just, she's like an expander for me in the sense that she's a projector and she is doing like real amazing content about human design and projectors. And I think eventually I'm like feeling people out for getting a reading done and I'm, I'm loving her. So I was researching last night. So about 9 30, 10 o'clock, I was in bed and I'm like, you know, I'm going to review my Ajna notes. So I'm, I'm fresh for tomorrow. So 
I wanted to talk. So this is going to be our in our centers series. Um, and this is the second center from the tippy top of our head. We started with the crown. We're moving now down to the Ajna or the third eye. Um, so since again, I've talked for nearly the entire time. Why don't you start with the Ajna? All right. The Ajna, also known as the mental awareness um, or the third eye. Um, if it's defined, which are we both defined? I'm defined. We're defined. We're both defined. Um, uh, considers your thoughts, answers, opinions, insights, ideas, and conceptualizing. Expressing concepts with clarity. Having an excellent memory and reliability. And this piece for me is the biggest piece, the, the memory piece of the defined Ajna, because people don't even believe me when I can tell them memories from my very, very, very small childhood, but I can. And, you know, people don't like the memory, uh, especially with recent science. But ultimately, I know I have a really good memory. I used to drive people absolutely insane in my 20s because I could be just as drunk as everyone else and remember exact conversations, exactly what everyone said, exactly what everyone did, including myself, which made me never a good drinker. Oh, because, God, yes. Because I don't have the gift of forgetting any of the things that happen. So... <laughs> The gift of forgetting. I feel like that's a that's a title right there of something. Um, well, I think it is for alcoholics. I mean, mm -hmm. honestly, I feel like it is the gift of being able to not have to worry about what you did last night. Oh, I I will just and not to, not to say that you're wrong. It's just that there is always though, and it just depends on the person because like the anxiety around that not knowing. Some people can just release that anxiety of whatever I'm, I'm sure i'll hear about it it's the anxiety because alcohol does also create anxiety it like then creates that that oh my god what did i say oh my god what did i say and most of us especially me being blunt like i am inevitably i just i knew that if i didn't remember what i said i probably said something completely fucked <laughs> And not, but not very many people have that anxiety. It's why people continue to drink. Yes, exactly. 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 Because like, I, I've only met two people with that anxiety. Can you I say, Natasha? can I tell you that that is probably because um, only, I think I was, was it 70% are undefined in this center? Oh, so, so only 30%. So that's probably, I would say the, 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 that might be part of it. Like when we see these things, it really kind of like helps us. Oh, that makes sense. That, that gives me a little bit more information about why I've, I don't feel that way versus I do feel that way is defined versus undefined. Yeah, and since both, you always remembered, I always had the anxiety. Um, <laughs> now, one of the things I thought was really interesting while I was reading about this was that all of the gates in this center are, are start with fear. They are like fear of all of the gates. And I thought that was really interesting because um, that is that when we, we were just talking about anxiety, that is the mental pressure um, and the anxiety that built, this is where kind of that comes from. And that, you know, we associate fears 
we think of fear kind of negatively, but I, I had written this down that fears aren't bad when they drive us to seek clarity. So if we're afraid of something, it can either paralyze us or it can propel us. And so I feel like that's also, um, it's, and I think that that's the the thing I'm loving about the fear fighter manual. What a great tie in with this new book that we're going to be reading is in her introduction. She talks about how it's not an absence of fear. It's a weighing of consequences and deciding that fear can't win. So I thought that was a real, real interesting too. Absolutely. So when it comes to um, open Anja, still probably saying Ajna. Ajna. I'm going to say it like real Ajna. Ajna. <laughs> um, it really is literally being open-minded um, in a way that you have like kind of an unlimited amount of perspective um, thoughts ideas they flow through the mind freely when it's undefined or open mm -hmm. um, it's important that you are aware of the thoughts, even when you're open, only because um, the important ones still need to stick. And like I was saying with the defined Anja, um, the memory is really good. With the undefined, it's the opposite. They don't remember all of the thoughts because there's so many thoughts flowing through that portion. So I just thought that that was really interesting. Um, the other quote that I have here is an unlimited amount of perspective, which I feel like is conditioned out of people. I feel like if 70% of our population is an undefined third eye, and that's supposed to give you this an open mind, open mind and open perspective that we must be conditioning people straight out of it because there are not a ton of people. I guess we're from Montana, so we, we, we get a lot of strange opinions, but That's there's like, not a lot of open-mindedness. Yeah, and again, um, within human design, we talk about there's the openness and the de definition. It's that, um, I did re listen to that podcast you told me too, the science of differentiation. Um, and within that though, we have conditioning. We are conditioned to... Um, I think that's the interesting thing is like how, where we are, who we are around, our family and things like that. That was weird. Did you hear a little doorbell? I did not. Oh, weird. well, maybe, maybe it doesn't show up. Um, a, also just for the record, we don't edit these podcasts too closely. We might trim a little off the beginning and the end, but if something happens in the middle, you get every little Easter egg. So the whole experience. Um, the whole experience. Um, um, I thought it was really interesting that this particular um, center had six gates coming from it for being one gen one center. And I don't know if we count the gates on top and the gates on the bottom. We do. I, I mean, I know, and I know we haven't gotten a ton into gates, but I just thought that that was really interesting that it had six gates coming off of it. That's so funny you say that because last night I was looking at um, my heart center and there's only four gates in the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And so, but they also said just because it's simple doesn't mean that it's simple. It's very yeah. complex. Could be complicated. Um, so a few of the, the, I guess, historical figures that had open ajanas, which as we know, there's a lot of people, um, but they say Freud, 
Jung and Einstein all had open. So it has nothing to do with intelligence. None of the openness versus definition is an indicator of intelligence. It's, it is, it's cognition. So you might be really smart, but you might just need a little um, extra push in order to be able to collect all of those thoughts into like a cohesive product or statement or something like that. Um, a couple, I, when I read last night, these are the, my new notes. I've got new notes like in purple. So the defined ajnas, we have to be careful because we can pressure those with an undefined ajna. Um, and that pressure can be towards certainty or towards doubt. I tend to think that I sow more seeds of doubt and I have to tell people like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to change your mind. Like I have to be aware of that. Like I can sow some pretty heavy seeds of doubt. So the undefined centers, um, when we talk about these and especially with the Ajna, it's being influenced by the, the, the definitions around them. And so I feel like that's where when you and I get together with people, because we have both our defined crown and our defined Ajna. Um, and we've, I think we, we saw this so early in each other that it, I just, I feel like it's so interesting when you're like, our souls kind of recognized in each other, those things that either we had in common or where we complemented each other and having these two, I really feel is why we are in business together. It is why we have so much fun um, doing the things we do. There's stuff below our heads too, guys. We'll talk about all of that, but you know, Mary and I are just, we're in like a little love nest of just the two of us right now. So you can just be, you can sit silently while, um, I tell her all the reasons why I love where our charts are so similar. Um, I also had the open centers are really meant to think more in the abstract. We, as a defined center, we are much more, um, we interpret the information and, and that's the cognition piece. So abstracts, it's like, oh, they can be overwhelmed um, with the concrete, if you will. So concrete versus abstract. That's the shit I learned in school that I remember that I'm like, concrete versus abstract. Um, and pretending to be certain is a defense of the open Ajna. I read that too, where the depend the, the, that they that was their defense mechanism was pretending to be certain certain and and knowing things when when really they're uncertain and that's that's for sure the concrete i i love how you say that because now that i'm looking back at us um and i love how you say that our souls recognize each other because mm -hmm. they did <laughs> um but when working with people because we have such concrete defined um, ideas and thoughts. Sometimes it is hard for people. And I didn't think about this piece when we're working with individuals and coaching them, especially in their business, how pressurizing we probably are once in a while. <laughs> saying, like, you're not going to get anything done if you don't do this, this, and this. And we're right. I mean, I'd never say we're wrong because we're not. But at the same time, possibly the approach because of our Anja is is a little bit overwhelming with yeah because we can just tell somebody and i feel like it's what i'm learning more and more especially in in the role of projector 
I mean, I'm, I, when I say learning, my awareness is, is that I need to learn how to do this is to constantly be coaxing by asking questions. That is like an alliteration, even though questions doesn't start with a C. It's the consonant sound. Constantly coaxing by asking questions. Absolutely. Because write that down. Questions, it will come out. coaxing with questions. I just like to write shit down sometimes when I'm like, Ooh, so yeah, that I think was like, we, I wrote down and I, I know, I know I was reading that same PDX article that you were reading at one point. I had a couple open last night, the two that I've really been um, referring back to. I wrote down wisdom development and that's for the open Ajna. And I thought that was really interesting is this concept of how, I mean, experience is how we develop wisdom, but it's also that open-mindedness of listening to other people's experience and letting other people's wisdom help you in, in, in that development. Does that make sense? I know it does, but like open-mindedness for an open center because we live in that closed-minded world, that conditioning is really start exposing yourself to things outside of your comfort zone. Read fucking books by people that aren't the same color as you. Listen to podcasts from people not the same color as you. Don't discount other, and I'm making this about race and, and all of that because this is where I see we are the most closed-minded and where we really do need to do the most work in order to dismantle systemic racism. Boom. So absolutely. And and not only a color definition, although that is huge, societal definition. Societal, you're right. It's women and men or or trans. Yes. And and that that's 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 the piece that I feel like I've been open-minded to all different societies but then we come into the the trends and and now i want to learn more and i want to understand more so it has more to do with societal differences than necessarily just color because we need to be open-minded to the the transsexual community to the the whole of everyone we need yep. to understand more about how they live what they've gone through, the fights they've had to fight that we've never even thought of as white privileged people. Um, we really do need to open our minds to those things. We need to, we need to have that open thought awareness and educate ourselves to be able to be more open-minded to all different societies. Exactly. The, the whole definition of marginalized is that those are not part of the whole. When we think of, I was like thinking about a piece of paper with margins and we feel like we can just cut the margins off. And it's unfortunately you're, you know, you, as we do that, we just make the pie smaller and smaller. And it's, we, anyways, we could sit here, I could seriously sit here and just talk about not nothing but this for the next 30 minutes. But at the same time, we've got, we want to keep this short. We want to keep this succinct. We're going to, we're going to just say, please, if you need recommendations, we'd love for you to reach out to us, Facebook, Instagram, um, email. It's all at Mary's mentors or Mary's mentors at gmail.com. Get a hold of us. We'd be happy to talk about this. 
huge amount of books and podcasts and recommendations for people to open their minds. And Instagram accounts and, you know, people that we're now, you know, people that we've found that we're following that are doing work that we are um, keeping, keeping our eyes on. And it's my responsibility to amplify voices of, of all communities in my space. And that's what I really, I'm trying to focus on more this year is a little less self-promotion and figuring out like, what can I sell? But at the same time, how do I do that side by side with showing people other people's work that need to be seen? I don't have a very big audience, but I, I want my audience to know exactly where the fuck I stand. I was thinking about that the other day because I wanted to I wanted to post something and I stopped myself because and I don't do that very often because I don't post very often, but I also have to think things through really well before I do. But I just, I know I'm going to get reaction from people in my friends list that is going to force me to mm -hmm. watch friends people. And I guess that's a portion of this process of learning more and becoming more educated and making other people in my life aware that is part of the natural progression. Because there's people who aren't ready. And those people who aren't ready just don't need to be in my circle, I suppose. I've, I can tell you honestly, even though, and then we'll, then we'll end the recording. Um, even though I, I mean, I am, I think that that's the biggest thing that this book is going to be teaching me and reinforcing for me is that it, I thought about that, um, Makia Bryant post. And I, I was like, cause I was going to do a really cool black and white picture of myself and it's so cute and I'll, I'll share it eventually. But, um, you know, that little girl story needed to get told more than my story did. But I, I knew I almost didn't share it on Facebook. I almost left that unchecked because I wanted to see, and I don't Instagram is like, nobody, nobody would not. I mean, people will just unfollow you. Boom. Yeah. Nobody really comments. I haven't had trolls. I'm very lucky, but Facebook is a different thing. Nothing but support, nothing, but you know, if, if people don't support it, nobody said anything to me. And if they do, that's just, it's really easy now to, you don't even have to reply back and tell them that they're wrong. You no. can simply block and delete. It's, it's so liberating. It is. I, I do feel a little bit like, is that educating, but are they ready to be educated? It doesn't matter. And that's, I think the biggest thing, and I'm glad that we kept recording is that um, it's not really for you educating. It's more so it's, it's almost a line in the sand and making people aware. Um, you haven't been wishy-washy in your real life, but online it's different. We are a different online. You've just kept yourself off of online because it's a lot fucking easier than, than being out to people about how liberal we are uh, because we know that we're going to get feedback sometimes from family members, sometimes from people we love a great deal. And that's the difficult part of the online space is that everyone feels like they have this need to share their opinion as though we all are entitled to hear other people's opinions or tell other people ours anyways. So um, yeah, I'd encourage you. It, it can be just a recognition of you, you and just saying, this is me. It doesn't have to be about anybody or education. You can share that stuff if you want to. Like I, I share a lot of stories and, and things like that, because that's where, um, I know people 
probably pay more if they're watching my stories then they're a little bit more invested than just scrolling through my sh you know they just see it and they pass by it and nobody says or does anything so all right well this was wonderful we do hope that you get um this book and if you do have a defined ajna you know, hit us up then too. We'd love to hear from anyone who's kind of listening if they dug into their chart. Now that we've been doing this now for what, 17 million episodes, if they've dug into their chart, if we've helped them glean any information, that's definitely what we want to try to do is just be ambassadors for this incredible amount of um, self, I don't want to say even reflection, but just self awareness. Self-knowledge. Definitely self-knowledge. If you are wisdom, the more I know about me, and the more I know about those around me. And if you're an open, seventy percent of the population has this open, define, open ajna. That means that you are needing wisdom development. So, uh, or not necessarily well, needing, you'll benefit from some wisdom development. Benefit from it. <laughs> I'm very uh, diplomatic today. All right. This is me dismounting from a phone call. I'm the most awkward phone call dismounter. And I feel like that's how I'm getting with our podcast dismount. Oh, I love it so, so much. I will just initiate the dismount by telling you that um, I really appreciate you. I appreciate you too. And I hope you have a fabulous day. And I hope everybody has a fabulous day. Have a fabulous day, everybody. Bye. Bye.